When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hope that uh, the microphone is okay. I hope the lighting is okay. Hope the uh, the visual is okay. Hope everything's working. Can you see me? Can you hear me? I guess you don't really need to see me as long as you can hear me. That's a good thing. We got Anja. Anja is in the is in the house from Germany. Welcome, Mega from India. Amina from a very rainy Canada. Possibly freezing rain. And Elena is here from a very snowy Russia. And I am here from the United States from an actually pretty sunny state of Maine. That's where I live. So I'm Brent, American English with this guy. I see a lot of familiar names. Rio Vation. Rio Vation. How's it going? Hello World is new. Welcome. Well, I'm Brent from American English with this guy, and the goal of today's live stream is to answer your questions about learning English, American culture, things like that. I'll do my best. I've been an English teacher in the United States for about 20 years, so I can answer a lot of questions. Not everyone, but I'll do my best. All you have to do, simply leave your question in the chat. And I will get to it as soon as possible. We is here. Hello, world. What is going on? I'm doing really well. Thank you. I'm doing really well. Sam, the Taiwanese from Taiwan. Taiwan. Welcome. Welcome. Reovation. Are you from Rio? Are you from Rio? My wife and I would love to visit Rio one day. I don't know if Sita is here. She lives in Rio. I would like to see Christ the Redeemer, Sugarloaf. But Samra is here from Turkey. So welcome. Mahat Baha. It's my best, my best attempt to say hello in Turkish. Mahat Baha. Mahat Baha. All right. Elena was driving on some very slippery roads. The problem, if you live in a snowy area, the problem with the first snow is that there isn't any salt or sand on the road. So it becomes very slippery and people forget how to drive. If you are driving on snow, you do not want to slam on your brakes. That's what we call it when you try to stop really quickly. You do not want to slam on your brakes. They say you want to pump the brakes. And that's how you spell it in English. Pump the brakes, meaning your foot, the pedal, like this. Not just that will cause you to fishtail. When a car fishtails, the back end will start sliding in a different way from the front end. Maha maha. That's probably really bad. I want to learn Turkish one day, but it's going to take a while. 
Italian and a little Russian right now. Uh, Mahdi would like to visit Thailand. I would too, but northern Thailand. I don't, Bangkok seems way too busy for me. But northern Thailand looks beautiful. Yeah, Elena just said in the chat, hit the brakes. That's the same thing as slam the brakes. That water didn't go down <coughs> as smoothly as I would have liked. I think it's better though. All right, hello world. <clears throat> so I have a question, boss. I don't get called boss very often. I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. Hello, boss. What is the best way to practice speaking? Samra from Turkey became a member. Thank you so much. Um, I did a recent video on Sugar Daddy that you might want to check out as a member. I can't do it on this channel, but last week it came up in Bob the Canadian's chat. Madi was asking about Sugar Daddy. I thought maybe I shouldn't talk about it on the channel, but it is available to members. And we do have a Discord server. So hop in on the Discord and we, uh, we chat throughout the day. Elena, Madi's in there. Sam sometimes. Amina. Amina often shares some very nice pictures of food she's eating. I'm jealous. Very nice silverware. So, um, Hello World had a great question about... Zoe's here. Hey. About... Oh, Amina, I want to answer this too. Christmas dinner. Uh, lots of good questions. Hello World was wondering, what is the best way to practice speaking? There's a couple ways. There's a couple ways. I... Um, was just watching a video of this guy. I don't, I don't remember his name, but he learns a lot of different languages. And he says he doesn't worry about speaking until he's ready. He says that his brain just tells him when he's ready, but he often practices speaking to himself. Sometimes in front of the mirror, sometimes just in his own head. I do have a link. If you want to get a tutor, you can get one at italki. And the way it works, I've been doing it for my Italian. You can check it out. You can find some really cheap tutors, but it does cost money. And once you make a purchase, even if it's a dollar, italki will give you $10 for time with a tutor. That will cost money though, but there is a deal there for you. Another way is you can use an app called HelloTalk and that is free. But what's hard about languages like, let's say Thai, because Madi mentioned it. You have to find someone, an English speaker, who wants to learn Thai. So it's kind of rare. French and Spanish, you can have a language exchange. But if your native language isn't as popular as some, like Russian, Spanish, a lot of people speak those languages. Chinese, Japanese, Korean. A lot of Americans like to learn those languages. So it might, it might work. 
Oh no, Elena says uh, an adventurous type of person. Which video was that? Was that, I don't, I'm not that adventurous. I did go into the grocery store during COVID. That's a little adventurous. Ah, thank you, Zobeda. Yes, uh, she says, Brent, your video about London was cool. You can do that with other speaking countries too. Yeah, I have been talking uh, with Bob the Canadian. I think we might do it once this whole COVID thing is, is done. Uh, so I would like to do Canada. I think Rod and I were talking, even though they speak Portuguese and Brazil. I can come up with five things that I love about Brazil. Maybe I should do it on one day. I would like to. I would like to. Oh, on today's video, adventurous. Oh, oh, the backpacking around Europe. Lena, who lives in St. Petersburg. And I were it, I was thinking about this. Were you born in March of 1995? That would be crazy because I was in Helsinki, Finland in March 1995 and I almost visited St. Petersburg. It didn't work out, but I was so close. And you might have been being born at that time. Be off by a year. Just looking. Tosatuna. Hope I'm saying that correctly. Welcome, Tosatuna. Okay, there. Oh, oh, Amina. Thank you. Amina had asked about an American Christmas meal, an American Christmas meal. So Jamie and I talked a little bit about this last week and we had different opinions, but oh my gosh, Rio, I would love to talk about my top three. I love music, but um, Christmas meal with Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, it happens at the end of November, a little bit different from where Amina lives in Canada. That happens in October, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is our big meal holiday. Big meal during Thanksgiving. For Christmas, a lot of families will just make little snacks. They won't make a big meal. <coughs> Excuse me. It's more important to be with family and friends at that time. But... Jamie did say ham. If people are going to have a big meal at Christmas, it's probably going to be ham in the United States. Turkey for Thanksgiving, ham for Christmas. But when I was growing up, my family, my parents, we would always get Chinese food on Christmas Eve. And one reason that a lot of Americans get Chinese food is because a lot of Chinese people do not celebrate Christmas. They celebrate other holidays. So they will stay open on Christmas Eve when other restaurants are closed. So Christmas Eve, Chinese food, there are quite a few American families that get Chinese food on Christmas Eve because the Chinese restaurants stay open. And it's good food. Ah, uh, okay. So Elena was two years old in 19... 
my math was a little off. Sorry. Uh, but if you remember, as an American in 1995, it was very rare for an American to be able to go to Russia because they had been the Soviet Union for so long. And so I didn't have a lot of time, but a friend I was staying with in Helsinki, his aunt worked at the Capitol building. So we almost went, but I didn't have enough time. I had to get back to London to catch a flight. Oh my gosh, Anja, I am working on this. She is wondering, hey Brent, can you please give some examples of using though? It seems to be used so usually in the US. It does, we use though a lot. And it's not easy. Ah, yes, I know, Madi. I know that a lot of people around the world are not able to eat pork because of religious reasons. And I totally respect that. But, uh, and I don't eat a whole lot of pork either. Um, but I, I can't describe the flavor. If I have my choice, I'm eating chicken or turkey or beef. I like beef. And I know there are some people in the world that are not allowed to eat beef, but in the United States we do. Okay, Anja, I promise I am going to make a video. I might even film it today on though, because it is very popular and we often use it to be polite. I know that's one thing I'm going to explain. So let's say there is a party Friday night. You want to go but you can't. So to tell the person I can't go to your party, you might use though, and you might use it like this. Hey, I'm really busy. I would like to go though, but I'm really busy. So we often put in though at the end of a sentence to soften it, to make it not sound so harsh, to make it sound polite. Um, let's say a child drew something and it's not that good, but you don't want to tell them it's not good. And, uh, you might say, no, you wouldn't say this to a child, would you? You wouldn't be this mean, but, oh, it's not my stop. Oh, how about this? How about this? Let's say you have a friend and they have a dress and you don't like the dress that much or you don't think it will look good on you. You might say to them, um, it's not my style, but it's colorful though. Or it's not my style. It looks good on you though. So we'll often put that though at the end to try to be polite. Anja, it's a, it's a big one. Um, and we use it in a couple different ways. And I'm still trying to work on how to present that. But there's one small piece of though. Okay? I hope that works. It's the best I could do though. It's the best I could do though. And the way we pronounce it, it's not really like though. It's though. Though. Yeah. We get lazy with our... Amina says camel meat. Yeah, so to Americans, eating camel meat would be very strange. Meat is where I come from in Maine. We love lobster from the sea, 
lobster. But I know a lot of people around the world are like, ooh, lobster. It looks like a spider. But, ah, Samra, thank you. Though, though is a tough one. Though is a tough one. Uh, Rio. Oh, okay. Ooh. The top three music artists. All right. These aren't for everyone. Rod, welcome. These aren't for everyone. But I got to go with the Beatles. I really... The Beatles... They were popular 50 years ago. So oftentimes their lyrics aren't that difficult. But if you take something like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds... I'll write that in the chat. That song is like poetry. John Lennon wrote that song. Some people think it might be about drugs. He says it's about his child who drew something. So we're back to the, uh, the children drawing. But that's almost like poetry. Um, what's another pretty... Because I want a group that's not that difficult. I love the Grateful Dead. Not for everyone. And a song called Ripple. Might want to check that out. I don't know how you couldn't like that song. And I got to talk about Dave Matthews Band. I like lyrics. I like poetry. So a lot of the, the three bands that I just mentioned, their lyrics are like poetry. And, uh, the song for Dave Matthews band, take a listen to this. The best of what's around the best of what's around. All right. Um, I love the lyrics of it. If I'm feeling a little down, I will listen to that song. And a lot of the lyrics really pick me up. Make me feel better. Um, one of the lyrics is basically, it doesn't matter where you are. It matters who you're with. Okay? Doesn't matter where you are. It matters who you're with. So if you maybe don't have a lot of money and you're struggling, but you have a really good wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or husband, that makes all the difference. It's not where you are, maybe where you are in life. If you're up here or down here, doesn't matter where you are, it matters who you're with. I love those lyrics, love those lyrics. Ah, uh, yes, learn Italian con the Americano. Um, yes, I checked out your channel. And uh, you asked about uh, the Beatles, yes. But I love Led Zeppelin, and I love, um, who was the other group you mentioned? I like them too. Queen, love Queen. Queen, uh, if you listen to Bohemian Rhapsody, oof, those are some very quick lyrics. Might be a little hard to understand, even as a native speaker. But, benvenuto, benvenuto. Boys to men, Amina, let's put them on the list. Boys to men. And she spelled it correctly. Boys to men. I think they have some great lyrics too. 
Um, a lot of times I will put them on just chill, just some great, great harmonies. They sing so well together. Boys to men, my stamp of approval. Uh, yeah. And Anja and I like a lot of the same music. I know that from the, uh, the discord server. Yes. I enjoy talking to Angelo is here. I love the discord server. Um, it is for members but it's for me as well. I get as much joy from speaking with Sita and Elena and Angelo and Madi. So many people in that uh, Discord server. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. So Aroni and I have known each other for quite a while. And the Dave Matthews came out with a song called Singing from the Windows. It's it's hard. Oh, man. What a wonderful world, Louis Armstrong. Beautiful song. One of my favorites of all time. Um, yeah, so look at uh, what Aroni wrote. Singing from the Windows. Literally has made me cry a couple times listening to that from Dave Matthews Band. What a wonderful world. Um, that might bring some tears sometimes. Oh, man, the line that's in Wonderful World about um, the babies and growing up. Oh, I love that song. Anuat, thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. And thank you for becoming a member. Anuat, you're not in the Discord server, are you? Not very much. Join us there. Oh, Rod. <laughs> Imagine by John Lennon. My gosh. These are some deep... Deep songs, man. Imagine there's no uh, possessions. It's easy if you try. Oh, man. And now I heard John Lennon wasn't a great guy. He wasn't always very nice. But Imagine by John Lennon, just a, a, just a great, great song. Great song. Man. Not only are you all good at English, you have great taste in music. Mm. All right. I will take music questions all day long. But is there... Oh, Samra says she's never heard of Boys to Men. Um, Amina, feel free. Recommend some songs. But when I was in um, high school... Maybe my junior year. I think I was 16 or 17. Um, okay, so It's So Hard to Say Goodbye is a really good song. And it's pretty slow. So those lyrics might not be too bad. They're from Philadelphia. And they also have a... Oh, no. Are we, are we, are we good? This could be bad. Looks like I'm back. Maybe I never left. There are still people in the chat, which is a good thing. Fewer people in the chat. Lagging a bit. Oh no, Aroni. Um, let's see. What did, did Rod? Uh, Rod said, John Lennon undresses himself. So not literally taking off his clothes, but putting himself out there, being vulnerable uh, of all the greatness when he wrote that song. Absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Lena, thank you. Thank you. Ah, Adriana is here. Adriana is here. From Poland. Welcome. Um, Rio is saying, uh, I listen to them all. You have great taste in music, Brent. Thank you. I'll put Queen on the top of the list, though. Um, so I think for my 40th birthday, Jamie, my wife, she was on the live chat last week. She bought me tickets to see a band, an orchestra with strings and horns do Queen songs with three singers. It took three singers to try to sound like Freddie Mercury. But I do love Queen. Um, Killer Queens, probably my favorite song. That is a lot like poetry too. She keeps them all in a pretty cabinet. Let them eat cake, she says. Just like Marie Antoinette. Uh, Khrushchev and Kennedy are in that song. Uh, Killer Queen. I will say Freddie Mercury has the best voice in rock ever. I actually saw Brian May, the guitarist. That was the first concert I ever saw. Brian May opened for Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses was my favorite band, uh, my favorite band in high school and the first band I ever saw live. I saw them twice in a row. So my first concert and my second concert was Guns N' Roses. Oh, Amina, end of the road. Lean on me, man. It's a good one. That's another one if... Um, End of the Road is a little sad, but Lean On Me is one that can really pick you up. If you're not strong, you know, um, if you need, I can't, I can't, can't think of all the uh, lyrics right now. S pretty simple song, Lean On Me, written back in the maybe 50s. Great song. Mm. Sam, 1.20 a.m. Sam, thank you for stopping by. I realize it's very late. Thank you for joining. Thank you for becoming a member. We will talk soon. All right. Um, Oleg is in the chat. I've been studying some Russian and I have found out that I am pronouncing Oleg's wrong name wrong. It's more like Oleg, right? It's an A sound at the beginning there. I might still be wrong, but I know it's not an O. I'm reading a story right now in Russian, listening to a story in Russian, and they pronounce it more like Alig, Alig, almost like Alex in English. So I apologize for that. Okay, Elena is wondering if there is Guns N' Roses. We could talk about Guns N' Roses all day. Love Guns N' Roses. Some great lyrics to Guns N' Roses songs. One of my favorites is a song called Breakdown. Breakdown. All right, so Elena is asking, we use this word when there is a problem with uh, some electronics. Yeah, so I could talk about, we pronounce it glitch. I think G-L... 
Maybe like that. Mmm. And I see someone from the Ukraine here. Hello, in Cyrillic language. I'm trying to figure out the... I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know your name, but I know the B is a V. And the E. I'm learning to read. Russian. And I know your name starts with a P in English. Welcome from the Ukraine. Civil War. Alig. Great song. Civil War. Yep. It opened up um, Use Your Illusion 2, I believe. Civil War. It was the first video released, or that I saw, for Use Your Illusions. Um, The original drummer, Steven Adler, plays on that song, Civil War. It's the only song he plays on for Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. Matt Swarm is the other drummer. So Glitch, you can use that Glitch. I think I'm spelling it correctly. Oh, Glitch. Thank you, Ali. It's it's that. (laughs) That's how you spell it, with an I. A glitch. Yes. So when my internet didn't work for a second and there was some lag, lag, and somebody used that in the chat and it just said I was disconnected for a second. Um, We also use lag when something is slow. We use glitch sometimes like lag, but when something isn't quite working, it's working a little bit, but not all the way. You might say, oh, there's some kind of glitch going on. Daniel is here. What's popping? <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome. Welcome, Daniel. Daddy's at home. Who are you calling daddy? Maybe himself. Daddy's home. Welcome. So, Elena, I hope that uh, helped with glitch. Glitch. Thank you, Oleg, for helping me with the spelling. And I, hey, Elena, don't feel bad. The English teacher messed up with the spelling also. Um, I am a, I'm a notoriously bad speller. Notorious. Famous for a bad reason. Notorious. So my students know that I am a notoriously bad speller, which is why I will often write everything that I need to write on the board before they get there. I get to school really early in the morning. Just get everything ready. Uh, I'm an early bird. I like getting there early, but I will also write on the board or I will use spell check all the time if I'm typing. Uh, Glad I could help, Elena. Nicholas, what is going on? Susanna, welcome. Uh, Yeah, the Notorious B.I.G. Hey, some good songs. Uh, My wife, Jamie, loves Biggie. Sometimes you will hear Notorious B.I.G. called Biggie. And um, back in the day... uh, uh, what was that? Puff Daddy and Notorious B.I.G. If you're my age, you might know them. And he said something that I still think about today. More money, more problems. More money, more problems. When Jamie and I lived at our last house, it was very small. 
It was very inexpensive, but it was nice. We moved to a bigger house. We had a little bit more money. More money, more problems, okay? The first week we moved in here, our garage door, it opens automatically. It opens by itself. The first week we were here, it broke. More problems. At my old house, I didn't have a garage door. Now I have a garage door, it breaks, more problems. At my old house, I washed the dishes by hand. Now, here, I have a dishwasher. And guess what? Last year, the dishwasher broke. Mo money, mo problems. Mo money, mo problems. And to spell mo, we just do it like that. Mo money, mo problems. Ah, Rio, man, I would love to do, um, what, I need to write that down, Rio. I need to give you credit. Maybe a video I release here is about music. Okay, where I can go over some of my, you know, favorite songs. I do listen to some songs in Italian. Aroni and I were talking about that this week. I think listening to music is a nice change when you're listening um, to English. A lot of times podcasts can be great. Every so often though, music and you just let it play and you let those words wash over your brain and you'll be surprised at how much you know later on. Your brain is always learning even when you think it's not. You'll be surprised maybe a week or two, or a month, you'll hear a word in English. You'll think, oh, I heard that in that song. And your, your brain will make those connections. So I would love to do a music one. All right. Okay, Samra, that is true. Samra set first world problems. Yes, for sure. Uh, if you have no money, that's a problem. Yes. Yeah. It, there's got to be some happy medium. Some happy medium. In between having no money, having too much money, there's got to be a happy medium. We use that in English when it's like the perfect spot. If you have ever read the three little... No. Yes, the three little bears. I almost said three little pigs. It's a little different. Three little bears. And Goldilocks goes to the beds. One's too hard. One's too soft. One's just right. We sometimes call that the happy medium. Like that perfect spot when it's all good. Um, Oleg, Oleg, I'm sorry, Oleg, mentions first world problems. That's a good one. That's a good one to know. Okay, so first world problems. Um, let's talk about something like my computer glitches. Let me let me use that as an example. And I may get, and I really don't, 
but I may get frustrated. But it's important for me to remember that there are some people that can't get water when they want to. So it's my luxury. It's a big word there, but it's my luxury to be mad at my computer when I can just turn on a faucet and get water. Some people around the world are not that lucky. So first world problems for sure. Uh, Amina, okay, I'm not sure. I saw this before the chat started. Okay, so Amina is wondering, what is safe harbor deadline? What does it mean for Biden? To be honest, I don't know. Um, Alex, welcome. Um, if somebody is finding safe harbor, it's exactly what it sounds like. It means they're safe. Um, and it comes from when a boat is in the ocean and there's a storm coming, they might find a nice little harbor, which is near the land, protected from the storm. But I don't know what it would mean for Joe Biden for safe harbor. He is going to be our new president on January 21st, I believe, or the January 20th at noon. So I'm not sure what deadline he has. Hmm. I'm not sure. All right. Alex is wondering, those pigs are digging up my garden. They do this every day. Yeah. Well, they do it every day. You know what? Uh, what should I use and why? To be honest, as a native English speaker, I would say you can use either one. Those pigs are digging up my garden. They do this every day. Those pigs are digging up my garden. They do it every day. Same thing. Yep. And I'm not, I don't know if there is one that's right or wrong. But if you say that to a native English speaker, either one, they're not going to correct you. They'll be fine. Daniel, January 26th, this is his birthday. Welcome. I hope you have a great birthday. How old are you going to be? 24. Daniel is ridiculously young. 26? Oh, really? I thought you were even younger than that. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Happy early birthday. If you want to wish somebody a birthday before their birthday, because I might not see Daniel on January 22nd, I can say, hey, happy early birthday. But if I miss Daniel's birthday, I might say happy belated birthday. Okay, happy belated birthday. Uh, Alig is wondering, which social class do I belong to? I would say that my wife and I are solidly, solidly. We are solidly in the middle class. We're both teachers. So 
you know, we're not upper class and we're not lower class. And that's kind of lower class. We might not use that anymore, but upper class would be the rich, middle class, and then lower class. So I am in the middle. Jamie and I are in the middle. Ooh, we don't, yeah, uh, Elena, I have heard this. <laughs> Thank you, Madi. Thank you for the next belated birthday. My birthday is in November, so. I'm feeling a bit peckish. I do believe that is British. I think that's British. Did you see my collab with Gino from Real Everyday English? He is British. He might know peckish, but it's not something we use. Peckish. When I hear that, I'm looking it up. It seems like a little timid or a little scared, but it's not. Okay. According to Google, and Google is never wrong, says hungry. Yeah, we definitely do not use that here in the United States. Must be a British thing. And if you, I'm sure most of you do watch Bob the Canadian, he and I will have much of the same vocabulary. Not exactly, but almost 99%. In his live stream today, I was watching another YouTuber and they said peaches and cream corn. And I had no idea what that was. And I thought, ooh, the next live chat, I will ask Bob the Canadian. So almost everything, United States and Canada, we are on the same page, on the same page. I think Luke had a, did Luke have a phrasal verb? That's not a phrasal verb, but. Sorry, Luke, I, I saw a question go by. I like, I need to answer that and I forgot. Madi's birthday is April 1st. Who wants to send him a gift? Should I, do you know about April 1st in the United States? Should I talk about April 1st, Madi? Let me know, let me know in the chat if you want me to talk about April 1st, Madi's birthday. It's a special day here in the United States. <laughs> okay, and now Arroni, got it perfectly. It is April Fool's. So let me explain, oh, Oleg, um, social classes. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay. So April Fool's, it's, it's, not, it's not good, Monty. It's not good, yes. Samra, it's a joke day, right? So April 1st is, as Aroni said, it's April Fool's Day. So people will play pranks on each other. Elena, no way, your birthday is December 21st, Elena? First day of winter? So on April 1st, yeah, a lot of times, like kids will play jokes on their parents. One very common joke to play on parents is if you think about it, sugar and salt look alike. 
but they taste different. So on April Fool's Day, one common prank or joke to play is kids will get up early, switch the sugar for the salt. And so when the parents have their coffee, they will put salt in their coffee instead of sugar. And when the parents find out, the kids will often say, April Fool's, we got you. So when you play a prank or a joke on someone, you often say, we got you. We got you. Should have capitalized my proper sentence here. Capital letter, end mark, period. So, Madi, if you were in the United States on your birthday, you might have to worry about people playing jokes on you. Uh, one thing that I never liked, but on your birthday in the United States, some people might try to pinch you on your birthday. Pinch you. A birthday pinch. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not very nice, I don't think. But Oh, Elena said December 1st. Ah. Yeah, our calendar is a little bit different from the Russian calendar. But not as different as some other calendars, I don't think. Yeah, so we say December 21st is the beginning of winter, the official beginning of winter, because it's the shortest day in the Northern Hemisphere. There is the least amount of daylight on that year than any other day of the year. I think I said something wrong there. December, 30, December 21st, has the least amount of daylight of any day in the year. Hmm. Imadi is talking about the, the Arabic calendar they follow in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Mahdi said he's not going to use our calendar. Very smart. Yeah, and oh, Ali says peckish is British slang. Okay. Is, um, man, is Dr. Luke still here? I missed, I missed his question. I'm sorry. If the good doctor is still here, I apologize. Wow, I didn't realize Monty only 29, only 29, not yet 30. There are some young people. I'm not going to say everybody's age in here. Oh, Luke is here. Luke, uh, can you copy and paste that question? It looked like a great question about some phrasal verbs. And I know that a lot of people have trouble with phrasal verbs and English speakers will just use them so naturally. I've tried to do many videos on phrasal verbs because I know they're so tough. Um, like bang, I'll just take, that's off the top of my head. The first one that comes to mind. Like if you know what bang means, 
maybe the sound a gun makes. But then you might say, I need to bang out this homework, meaning do it really quickly. There's no connection between the two bangs. So. Okay. All right. I don't know if, um, Nori, Nori's here. Have you been here the whole time, Nori? I haven't said hi. I'm sorry, Nori. Zoe's still here. Welcome. Okay. Shredded down. Is that like crushed it? No. Um, we wouldn't use shredded down. But if somebody did really well on something, we would say you crushed it. Um, Nori and Bob the Canadian's chat gave a great example for somebody like she crushed it, but nah, we wouldn't say shredded down. Ah, uh, yes. Elena is talking about, yeah, pulling out from my garage. You're pulling out into traffic. Yeah. I did a video on driving phrasal verbs that I hope was really helpful. Ah, Tosi. Trying to, uh, Tosia Tunia, Tosia Tunia, that's 62, very nice, welcome, you are not the oldest though, I don't think, we have a member from, uh, I won't say where she's from, but I think she might be a little older, so, but welcome, welcome, you're never too old to start learning, one of my favorite language learners, his name is Steve Kaufman, he might be coming on the channel at some point. Uh, he is 74 years old. He knows roughly 20 languages. So you're never too old to learn, right? Never too old. Uh, Teresa. Okay. Teresa. Yeah. Alig is wondering about ridiculously. Yeah. It can mean very. Yeah. In a good way. Um, if somebody comes into school wearing toilet paper on their head, like one of my students, I might say, you look ridiculous. Why did you dress that way? Why do you have toilet paper on your head? That's ridiculous. But let's say you bought a car. You got a great deal on it. You didn't have to pay a lot of money. You could say that was a ridiculously good deal. That was a ridiculously good deal. Mahdi, yes. Um, he knows 20 languages. He just finished, he just finished um, a 90-day challenge in Arabic. And he did a, um, he did a video in Arabic. Uh, I don't think Ibrahim is here from Egypt, but he and I really like Steve Kaufman. The next language, Zoe. The next language he is going to learn is Persian. He learned Arabic, Persian, and Turkish at the same time a couple years ago. Yes, I do. Steve. Steve Kaufman. Yeah. And he found that it was way too hard. So he focused on Arabic. He's been learning Arabic off and on for quite a few years. And Ibrahim said he's, he's not bad. 
Oh my gosh, Alec said I'm re I'm ridiculously old. Who said that? Amina is not 87 years old. I've spoken to Amina. I, I, I'm not going to say exactly. How, I, I know about how old Amina is. She's not 87. But she will tell. I won't be the one to tell you. I've spoken with Amina a few times. She's very funny. Uh, Daniel is, yeah, is wondering, uh, are you saying, I've heard British people say the water closet, meaning bathroom. Yes, we don't use that. But when you go to Europe, maybe some of you actually live in Europe, you will often see WC on a lot of doors. <laughs> that means it's the bathroom. But in the United States, Canada, I don't think even Canada uses water closet for that. In the United States, you might hear bathroom. Uh, washroom is probably more popular in Canada. But you might hear washroom every so often. And restroom. Oh, British. I'm sorry. Daniel says, British. British. It's true. That's true. Ah, Samra. Very nice. It's not April 1st, Amina. It's not. We do this in the United States sometimes, meaning, oh, shame on you. You're trying to play a joke. You shouldn't be doing that. We might make that noise. I don't know how many, how many other countries do that, but when someone... Don't even know what that means. Mina. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Okay. So Rio is wondering. Um, yeah, we say it really quick. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I think I, I think I did that in the video. So you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those real quick things we say at the end to make sure the person is listening to us. You know what I'm saying? It's just to prove a point, to just give our words a little bit more meaning. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if there is a bad way to just tack on, you know what I'm saying? At the end. You feel me? You feel me? It just means like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, we, we might also say, you understand? Although you understand um, is a little more harsh. Maybe a parent would say that to a child or a teacher say that to a student. You know what I'm saying? You understand? You feel me? Gotcha. Gotcha. And so that is often what people will say in response I got you. I got you. I understand. Got you. Yeah, got you. Got you. Buonasera. Buonasera. See, I can't I can't quite read that on my phone. Vaslin. Welcome. Benvenuto. Benvenuto. Yeah, I don't Marty, I don't know. I don't know. Gotcha. 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 Shame on you. 
That's Samra. That might be. Thank you for becoming a member again, Samra. Thank you. I look forward to speaking to you in the um, Discord chat. Turkey. I do have a book that I want to learn. I do have a book that uh, I've been reading. I've been reading my uh, beginner Russian book, though. Turkish is, a, is my Italian book as well. Um, I'm at the point where I can read Italian pretty well. Like, I understand, but I can't speak. And I may, might make a video on this, too. And I'm not sure if any of you feel the same way with your English. I understand a lot, but I can't speak. I can't produce it. But don't worry. You will. I'm not worried about it. You will one day. It may take a year. It might take a little bit more practice with you. Um, forming your own sentences on your own, getting a tutor, getting a friend, but it will come. Keep working at it. You will eventually, eventually, big word there, you will eventually be able to speak. It will take time, but you're on the right track. Think <laughs> Rio would like me to do a British accent for a minute. Uh, I love the British accent. I do. But sometimes I got to be in the right mood. Um, man, I'll think about it. I'll try. I'll try. Try. Um, yeah, and if you are wanting to learn Italian like myself, talk Italian with Aroni is a great channel to watch if you're learning Italian. Rod also has an English learning channel and you might see me on there sometime soon again i did an interview with rod not long ago learn italian con gli americano and aroni should do a collab a collab oh thank you elena and once she says you will speak italian i believe you and one day I would like to speak Russian. I'm getting the, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even close. I'm not even close, but I'm learning like Privet and Kaktila and, um, man, good morning. How is that? Utra. Utra is morning. Yeah. See, it's one thing to like, I can say it in my head and then when I try to produce it, but I'm just tequila. <laughs> no, vodka. Vodka. Babushka. Right. Oh, thank you so much, the Italian. Antonio Banderas is here. Welcome, Antonio Banderas. I love your movies. Uh, Madi is wondering, have I been learning Italian from scratch? Yeah. Yeah, for, um, it'll be two years in April. And so a lot of my Italian learning at the beginning was learning how to learn a foreign language. But. <laughs> um, Erroni said that uh, the Italians, I guess, are going to monopolize the chat one day. And yesterday with my native English students, we talked about monopolies. And in the United States, the government is getting involved with Google and Facebook, 
because they might have a monopoly. And when you have a monopoly, it means you control everything. And even though the United States is a capitalist society, we believe in capitalism. We believe in hard work will earn you more money, so to speak. But we don't believe in monopolies. And sometimes the American government will get in and break up monopolies. And I think the same thing is happening in parts of Europe. That some European governments are worried with how much control Google and Facebook has. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I do have a book on Turkish. I do have a book on Turkish. And it seems like a very difficult language. But, I, yeah, in the future, way, way down, 10 years from now, I figure I'm going to spend three really good years with Italian. Always learning Italian for the rest of my life. And on the back burner is Russian. The back burner. When something is there, but it's not the focus, it's not as important, we might say, uh, I'm going to put it on the back burner. And it comes from the stove. If you have four places you cook on top of the stove, we call those burners. And if something isn't as important, you might put on the back burner while other things cook. We also use that in English. So my main focus is Italian, while Russian is on the back burner. It's on the back burner. Oh, Anastasia is here. Oh, for the only thing I know in Turkish is Mahatbaha. And I think I say it wrong, but I'm trying to say hi, Mahatbaha. Or is that thank you? Yeah, um, and so the idea is that I learn Italian and then Portuguese might not be that hard. And Spanish might not be that hard. And French, those might be a little bit easier if I learn Italian. But I learned from Steve Kaufman, don't try to learn Spanish and Italian at the same time. If you want to kind of dabble with another language, make sure it's different. And Russian and Italian are very different. But I think if I can learn Russian, I think it might take me five or six years to really learn Russian. Maybe Ukrainian might take me a year. Polish might take me a couple years. So I would like to learn, I would like to learn uh, many languages. I think it's really fun. It's really fun. Listening to music in Italian right now. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I am, my height is, I don't know how tall I am in centimeters, but I'm five feet, 10 inches, which is just above average in the United States. The average height for men in the United States is 5'8". I'm 5'10". Just a little bit taller than average, but not quite six feet. Yeah, Antonio, the, the romance language... Uh, the romance languages seem great. Even Romanian. I was listening to a little Romanian this morning. 
Daniel is 6-2. Wow. I, I would have liked to have been six feet. Now, I used a very difficult tense there. I would have liked to have been six feet. Six two is considered tall in the United States. Very tall. I would say six one, six two and above is considered tall. Yeah, um, Samra is talking about the uh, the Cyrillic language, uh, the Cyrillic alphabet. What I have found is it's not that bad. I don't know it all yet. But I'm, I'm trying to learn. And th- that's all backwards. But it's not that bad. You know, it will take me a little while. But, and there are some sounds in the Russian language we just don't have in, in English. One of the stories I'm listening to right now, and I can't say it, I don't think, but it's like, Google Google Something like that. I need it. Well, how do I make my mouth go that way? And so the same goes for a native Russian speaker. So they have a certain way of speaking. It's very difficult for Russians or Ukrainians or Belarusians uh, to learn English. They're just very different languages. With Italian and English, we're closer together. No way. Anja. Six six? Is that six six? Six six. Was there a rumble? Might be because I was talking too loudly. Rumbling. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Samra, so Oh, thank you, Elena. So I was able, I had never seen the word Vladimir in the Cyrillic language, but I knew enough of it. Somebody I saw, I think in the chat and on my, one of my comments, it started with a B, you know, what we call a B or a B, right? B, V, B, V. Um, so I was like, and I knew enough, like that's Vladimir, Vladimir, Vladimir. So I'm trying. Um, German scares me. German scares me. I know, Anja, I know that English is a Germanic language. But with the, the German cases, and I know there are cases in Russian, but ooh, German is scary. But uh, the same, you know, if you are a German speaker, I don't know, is learning English a little easier for you? We don't have cases. But we also will have one word and it means like seven different things. So it, uh, the word order of Russian is tricky, Anastasia says. And what I've heard is that the verbs often will go at the end in German. So there's a lot of emphasis at the end of sentences. All right. Zenadine. 
What does no cap mean? With an E? I'm not sure. Does that mean like not a capital, not a capital E? No caps? No caps. No, um, that's some slang that I'm not sure about, to be honest. No cap means no way. No lie. Oh, Daniel. I think Daniel actually taught me this. Yes, no cap means no lie. No lie. Yep. Hey, I love what is going on right now, but I got to get going. And I almost think that Rod is having a, hey, learn Italian con l'americano, um, is a native English speaker as well. So he, he lives in New Jersey. So he might, uh, dad, you're capping. Dad, you're capping. I mean, I'm lying. I'm lying. I don't. I don't, I don't lie to my kids that often, but sometimes, sometimes. I said your name correctly? Oh, thank you. I was trying. I was trying. All right. Uh, where do I live in the U.S.? I live in um, what's called New England. It's in the northeastern part of the United States, near Boston, just south of Canada. Like, not that far from Canada. If I got in a car and traveled north, I would reach Canada in about two hours. If I went south, I would reach Boston in about two hours. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. I planned on going an hour. I went over about 10 minutes. But I believe Rod, the Brazilian English teacher, has something on his channel right now. You might want to take a look. Hey, Thank you so much. Thank you to all the members. Samra, thank you for becoming a member. We will talk soon in the Discord channel. Check it out. I might, I might go on there right now. Hang out. Anja, Elena, Madi, thank you so much. Nori. Nori. Got to know Nori over the last couple months. Been awesome. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much. I don't, I, Zenadine, Zenadine, I don't, I don't dare say it again. I might get it wrong, but thank you. Thank you so much. Check out Aroni's channel. He's going live tomorrow morning where I live at least. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll do this again, hopefully on Wednesday. Okay. Thank you so much. I hope I taught you a little something. Adios, amigos. 